Hello, everybody. My name is Nkozi, and this is the Two Sides of a Coin podcast. Also on the podcast is my co-host, John. You want to say hi, John? Hello. How's everybody doing? All right. So we're going to get into a couple of topics today. John is, of course, going to give you his food review. And we're going to talk about there are the Golden Globes that just happened. So we're going to go over some of the winners as well as some of the high points of the Golden Globes. So without further ado, John, go ahead and tell people what you're eating this week. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Uh, So the place I went to check out this week around is Q Ramen. Now, this is definitely an awesome Japanese um, cuisine-based restaurant. And I got to say, this restaurant is full of creative, delicious menu packed and full of grade A good eating. I was satisfied with everything I devoured, literally everything I devoured. I was overwhelmed by how cheap the bill came out to. I mean, seriously, surprised. I've been to a lot of Japanese cuisine spots. I mean, my bill was high, but at that time I was being a glutton. You know, literally being a glutton. Straight away from those days. And I mean, this, I have to say, even though I was, you know, practicing portion control, I was still surprised that my my bill came out to that cheap. I mean, the decorum of the restaurant is very zen and a real good spot for small group dinners or birthdays. The staff is on point and very informative. And I gotta say, they have this menu, which is the burger menu where they do um these rice like burgers and i tell you totally on point very good i had the pork belly burger and i was tempted to get the teriyaki one but i was like you know what i'm just gonna go with my first option i'm not gonna rock the boat and when i had when i tried those Purple fries. Man, those purple fries was on point. I'm like, oh, man, they say purple fries. There's only one purple thing I know, and it's it's ube. And I'm telling you, I really enjoyed these ube fries. I mean, well, well made. And it's like... It's kind of like have it kind of like felt like the sensation that every Friday kind of felt like I was having one of those um uh like like a churro with ube filled inside of it or it also reminded me a little bit about cakes which definitely got to check out again but kai kai you ramen is a restaurant that is definitely breaking down doors. I mean, really, really breaking down doors over there. 
I really, I deeply did really regret order, not ordering enough. I should have ordered more. I had the option to. Um, I honestly feel the prices undersell how good that food is because I had the ramen bowls. The ramen bowls they have are all awesome, by the way. All of them are awesome. Uh, I then um, I went there with a friend of mine. She had, I had a beef ramen bowl. She had a uh, um, chicken. And we were just like, yo, you sure you don't want to get another one? I was like, nope. Nah, no. Sticking to the plan, sticking to the plan. And I had it um, just so I stick to the plan. I didn't hesitate. I, 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 I splurged a little. And I got it, um, the combination with the steamed pork bao bun. And it was an amazing combination. Like, I... I wasn't, I didn't regret anything after I ate. I, I didn't feel sad. I mean, I still felt a little regret because I didn't get the fries, more fries though, but uh, it, that that ramen bowl kind of helped, you know, uh, soothe the burn. And now you don't have to get the pork bun. You don't have to get the pork bun with the ramen bowl, just to give you the heads up. If you don't do pork, you don't have to do the pork bun. So I'm not going to stress it, you know, anymore about the pork. But there, there was so many other, um, yeah, so many other good appetizers like takoyaki balls were real good. I really enjoyed those. And yeah, I mean, definitely everybody, don't hesitate if, you know, you're down on the dumps and you need a, you want like a good place, you know, not, you, you know, you always have to go like to Chinatown now. Cause I mean, Kairama is good and definitely, definitely, definitely check out Kairama and trust me. Um, I'm a man of my word when I say real good food and if you're having a bad day, this is a place that you know, take a little bit of away, take that burn off. And yeah, that's all I have to say for my restaurant reviews for today. All right. So as we all know, this past uh, weekend, the Golden Globes took place. Now, the thing with the Golden Globes is this is actually the first year the golden globes came back because last year the golden globes was not televised and i know that the golden globes is kind of one of the bigger award shows and a lot of it was because of a lot of controversy around the hollywood foreign press association and not having any diversity in the hollywood press association so this year was actually pretty big for them coming back and you know, we just wanted to talk about a little bit, comment on it, as well as talk about any of the good or bad things that might have happened uh, during the night. So, John, did you did you catch the Golden Globes when it was airing? I caught most of it when it was airing. I, I was like, I kind of had a little, um, was kind of little, little tiffed about. Um, but I, 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 you know, 
I got rid of that anger. It was more uh, focused around um, the uh, su- su- supporting actress in TV series. Like I really, realistically, honestly thought Julia um, Garner wasn't going to win it. I-, I had my doubts because of people that she was compete other actresses she was competing with. I had my doubt. I mean. I was like, why am I filled with this doubt? This girl is going to win this. She owned in Ozark. She's got this. Stop doubting. And then I'm like, no, it's good. she's not going to get it. And then when I heard it, there was like Julia Garner, supporting actress in TV series, musical, was the winner. I was like, yes, that's my girl did this i was really happy because like she she was when i first seen her in Ozark, she just like you know she had me as a big fan okay i can understand that i yeah i I feel some type of way about the golden globes and really the way i feel about it is mainly around why it groups the people that it groups right Mm -hmm. like in that award that you were talking about like it's best performance of an actor in a supporting role in a musical, comedy, or drama, right? Right. By an actress. Sorry, I might say an actor, but in no, that it's one, actress. in it's actress. So in that one, they had her going up against uh, Elizabeth Debichick from The Crown, which makes sense. Hannah Edenbinder. Yeah. Hannah Edenbinder from Hacks, which makes sense. Then, they also had her go up against Janelle James and Cheryl Lee Ralph from Abbott Elementary. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, listen, you're putting musical, comedies, and dramas together, and I feel like it's a little unfair to group all three of those together. You know, a musical and a comedy, you can group those two together. A musical... And a lot easier than you can a musical or a drama. It just it feels like they're combining too many roles. Mm-hmm. Because we could just do a best supporting actress of a comedy. Because there are enough comedies out right. there for it to be nominated. Uh, musicals, maybe not. And there are enough dramas out there for people to be nominated. Oh yeah. So it just it feels like they smash a lot of these roles together and mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily feel fair to the actors or actresses. Now, Julia Garner is an amazing actress. I loved her in Ozark. She is deserving mm-hmm. of that award. I'm just saying Janelle James and Shirley Ralph were just as deserving if there was a comedy award. For Abbott Elementary. Yeah. You know, it's just when you put so many people who it's like they evoke completely different feelings. Ozark is a completely different show than Abbott Elementary. They're not even in the same. They're not even in the same genre. So it's Mm -hmm. you, you get what I mean when I say that it just it doesn't feel necessarily, you know, fair to group so many people together. Yeah, I agree with you on that. You know, it's like let let's just go through the rest of them so that way 
we'll go through the winners and you know we'll talk about each of them but we both agree that julia garner absolutely was deserving of the award because she was amazing in ozark Mm -hmm. absolutely amazing in ozark i love ozark it's such a rich show i just i remember just from that first season when he's like i wasn't i felt happy when i saw your lover hit the pavement i was like ouch uh <laughs> it's still a hard yo no 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 that was that was hilarious yo it, it, it was hilarious it was it was absolutely hilarious you just like oh yeah that's that's painful but let's let's go through yeah. the winners let's go through the winners so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had best motion picture drama the fablemans won that now i'm mm-hmm. out of all those movies i only saw like Top Gun, Maverick, and Elvis. Right. So I hadn't seen Avatar mm-hmm. Way of the Water yet. I have no real inclination Same. to see that. I hadn't seen Tar what? yet. I I saw the first Wait. Avatar. I You take it out of the theater, the story is the weakest part of it. And you know me, I'm a big story mm-hmm. person. Yeah, you are. So... It can have amazing visuals. If the story's eh, I'm just going to be bored. So Okay, you win there. I'll give you that. You know, I, I don't know. I'll give it up to the Fablemans. You know, Spielberg strikes again and all that. Yeah. Uh, so, best yeah. performance by an actress in a motion picture drama. Kate Blanchett won it for Tar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, that makes sense. I, I saw, I think the only person that was close was Viola Davis in The Woman King. And this is yes. no disrespect to Viola Davis. I've seen her do better in other movies than The Woman King. Yeah. Um, it's not... Viola Davis is amazing. I've seen her do better than that movie. That movie was okay, and she was just okay in it, which is still better than most people. I've just... I've seen Viola Davis do better. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh... Best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama was won by Austin Butler from Elvis. I, I mm. have no, I have no opinion on that. Uh, although there was a lot of people who were really interested that Brendan Fraser didn't win it for that movie, The Whale. Uh, have you seen The Whale? Honestly, I'm, I, I felt kind of conflicted with that too because he, he was really good in that. So you saw The Whale. Yes, I did. I'm going to see it again. Respectfully. Wow. Okay. See it again. I, the first time I saw, I went to um, AMC, and I was like, "Nah, nah, this 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 movie was too good for me to have just seen it in a regular AMC. I should have did dine-in theater, and that's exactly what I'm going to do." Okay, that makes sense. Yes, I'm going to see that with with like at Alamo Draft House because that was who you know what the, I'm I'm not going to continue because that movie totally overwhelming with emotion and it reminded me of Brendan. It took me back nostalgically to Brendan Fraser when he was just starting out. Brendan Fraser. Okay, you know. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, 
please, please. Uh, let's let's uh, ooh, move it. Let's move on. Let's move on. Ooh, uh, actresses in um drama and TV series. Um, the winner of that was Zendaya for Euphoria. Well, yeah, I was I was getting to that, but let's let's. Oh. But yeah, I Zendaya was great and is great. So obviously, I have no notes for that one. You know, I'm happy to see that she won that Golden Globe. Uh, but Best Motion mm-hmm. Picture, Musical or Comedy. Which, this is why Best Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy, was won by the Banshees of Inishirin. That is not a musical or a comedy. Nope. nope. That is a drama. Thank you. This is what I mean... By, I see. I, golden, no, I see your point. Like when, when I heard had, that, so I, 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 and I thought back, I see your point. Because it had Babylon. That's not. A, that's a musical. I'll I'll take that, even though right. it's not really. But you get it. Uh, Banshees of Inisherin. That's not a musical or a comedy. Everything, everywhere, all at once is not a musical or a comedy. Glass mm. Onion, a Knives Out mystery, is not a musical. It's not a comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, Triangle of Sadness is not, that's not really a, uh, that's not really a comedy. Although I've seen it, it was pretty funny at parts, but it was, I'll, I'll put it as a black comedy at best. But mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've seen Banshees of Inisherin. It's a really good movie. This should not mm-hmm. have won in the musical or comedy this shouldn't have even been in that category. Because there was nothing musical about it. Like, I've seen it. it you could have put Elvis musical. in this category. I don't see how they put it in there. You could have put huh? Elvis in this category, and it would have made more sense. Thank you. Like That would have made sense. And it would have won. No, nah, Elvis wouldn't have won over everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once. I, I love that movie. I I think that of, yeah, of those five movies, out. I think that was the best movie of all of them simply because when you strip the message of it it seems so wild but when you actually look at the message it is simply about you know these it's about generational trauma it's about keeping keep Mm -hmm. on moving forward in the face of everything it's such an amazing movie i oh yeah yeah and I think it was reflected because they gave the best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical or comedy, to Michelle Yao, who absolutely yeah. deserved it. And mm-hmm. it's just, they also put the menu in, they put Anna Taylor Joy in the menu for best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical or a comedy. The menu's not a musical or a comedy. Like Golden Globes. No, the menu wasn't. And 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 another movie that another one that I I, I was I was trying to figure out. Miss um, Harris goes to Paris. I actually haven't seen that one. I I was kind of scratching my head with that one. I mean, I watched. I I seen the trailer. And I watched. Um, I seen the trailers to it. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. But I was just trying to figure that one out. That one kind of stumped me when I heard that. I mean, it's just, 
you know, Leslie Manville is a really good actress. I've I've seen her in stuff. Oh, I yes, like yes. her. So it doesn't surprise me that she got in there, but unless I'm mistaken, Mrs. Harris goes to Paris isn't a musical or a comedy. Like Golden Globes, we about to fight in the back not not fight, obviously, but this doesn't make any sense. All these categories. Ah, okay, moving on, because we're just going to harp on that all day. Yeah, so best performance by an actor in a motion picture is going to be uh, by Colin Farrell for his Banshees of Inishirin. Yes. You know, I, I, this is a fine movie. It was a good movie. It's just, it's not a musical. Uh, moving on. Definitely. Honestly, I, 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 okay. Go ahead, go so, ahead. I'm 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 gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Now, I have nothing against Colin Farrell, and and Banshees and Sharon was good, was good. But I I wanted to really give it to um the other actor that was in the um Banshees of Sharon. Ah, I um, yeah, yeah. No, that's that, that's why I'm that's, so that, that's Barry Cohagen. That's who that. you're talking about. Yes, Barry Cohagen. That's who I won. I, I think he deserved it better. Well, I think if he would have been in the, if he would have been the lead actor in there, he probably would have gotten it. I think they were just hedging their bets. Because I think they knew who was going to win the best performance by an actor in a supporting role. Mm-hmm. And they did not want to, like, I don't think, I think they felt neither one is going to beat this person. So we got to split the difference. Plus, Colin Farrell was the bigger name on the movie. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, you know, um, best motion picture animated goes to Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I thought Going Red was going to be able to beat that. But then I thought back to it and I was like, it, it, it was it was really a tough competition. I mean, I thought it was between Turning Red and Marcel the Show with shoes on. That was such a poignant movie. And I haven't seen Puss in Boots The Last Wish yet. What I've heard Me neither. is a really good movie like it's an exceptionally good movie from what i've heard yeah um so i'm i saw guillermo del toro's pinocchio it's eh. it's it's fine yeah it's yeah not, it wasn't anything it, special no it, it it definitely wasn't definitely was a Step up from most of the other Pinocchios I see. Listen, we we we're we're not going to talk about the other Pinocchio movies because those are terrible. There are more terrible Pinocchio movies than there are actually good Pinocchio movies. You ain't lying about that. Like that that literally might be a that literally might be just a segment, just like the worst Pinocchio movies you ever saw. We oh, could, we could go man. in on that. You could do a top we, five. Oh, we, you know what? You know what? Jot it down. We're doing it live. We, I mean, not not now, but yeah, we could we could do that. No, no, not not, not now, but we'll, we'll do that another I time. I think I I actually like that idea because all oh, there are some bad ones. All oh, there are some bad ones. Yeah. 
We could do five each and not butt heads on any one of them. That is, oh, that's a terrible Pretty thing to much. say about Pinocchio. But <laughs> yeah, it's because the story is so good, you know. The story of Pinocchio is good, man. You know, boy becomes real after, you know, just just going through the trials and tribulations of just being a kid. I mean, you know, the 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 Disney story is good. The actual okay, the, the yes, actual fairy right. tale the story is, is good. tragic as hell. Yeah, we're not going to get into that. No, because that that thing is dark. It is very dark, you know. But very dark. Let's we'll move on. So the best motion picture, Ooh. non-English language, was uh, Argentina, nineteen eighty-five. I don't. Yes. I don't really have an opinion on this. I I did love RRR, and I would have loved if they would have gotten mm-hmm. a Golden Globe. But I'm, yeah. I'm okay with this. Uh, I heard that from a lot of people. It was just such a fun movie. Mm-hmm. But you know, hey, uh, but a big one did happen with the best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture, which was Angela Bassett, one for yes. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Yep, she she deserved it. The oh yeah, definitely. But the big thing is, I believe this is the first acting award won by any actor or actress in an MCU movie. Because MCU has won mm. for costume design, it's won for effects, it's won for like technical awards. I believe right. this is the very first one that's won off of just an acting performance. And that's that's actually a big wow. deal. Definitely. You know, the MCU can put down an award and say hey come to us you'll win you can win awards with our movies you can do that mm-hmm. and definitely can i i know that if you if anybody starts bringing up like um because i believe joker won a uh won some awards yeah <laughs> that was that's that is a that is a uh you know that's a DC mo- movie but let's let's be honest that's not in any way shape or form really attached to the DC cinematic universe no it is a comic book movie i understand that mm-hmm. but this is in the DC cinematic universe or in the MCU this is the first one that's won, I believe, an acting award based off of that. So, you know, Joker did its thing. No complaints. Mm-hmm. But Joker is not a part of the cinematic universe, at least to my knowledge. So this one, this one is big. Uh, also going into it, and I think because we were talking about Perry, Barry Cohagen. So, best performance by an actor in a supporting role in any motion picture was won mm-hmm. by Kehu Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah, I mean, I I, I wasn't mad about it. I wasn't mad about it because Kehu Kwan did his 
thing in that movie. He did do his thing in that movie. I mean, huh? He did no. He absolutely did his thing in that movie. I'm just saying he went from he went from being a child actor, not acting for Doing a very his... long time, and now he has won <laughs> a uh, he's won a Golden Globe, and his name is out there. You know, he could have he could have kind of like a Morgan Freeman type uh, career where his yes. career doesn't start to take off until he's in his like until he's around middle age so he could have that morgan freeman type career where his career starts taking off mm-hmm. after he reaches like 50 60 you know he could have that yeah oh definitely i mean i was like when i first um when i first heard about everything everywhere all at once right immediately like something inside of me just sparked and said on everything you love you better go see that movie you know like it it felt like you know how like when you 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 get like when you approach like a bully and they and they demand something from you that's how it felt when i heard everything everywhere all at once like if I didn't see that movie, I would have to deal with an army of people coming at me like, "Why didn't you see that movie?" You know. I I can understand that. I I saw the movie after it had uh, left theaters. I heard so many great things, but I just didn't have the time. So you know, plopped down the money, watched it, and at first I was weirded out. And then I started to understand. And then I was just like, at the end of it, I was like, man, this movie is incredible. Just top to bottom. Mm -hmm. Because I I walked in there not knowing anything about what was happening. And I was like, okay, I understand it. This is amazing. Yeah, because like, okay, when you said it weirded you out, I think I know which one weirded you out. What what do you think weirded you out? You ready for it? Sure. Was it the hot dog fingers? Actually, that wasn't the thing that weirded me out. It was. Oh, dang it! I by that point I understood. Oh, was like okay, I get it. Different universes, hot dog fingers, got it. Um, yeah, we're just casually talking about everything, everywhere, all at once right now. If you haven't seen it, shame on you. It's a really good movie. Yeah, you go shame see on it. you. Mm-hmm. So. With that, honestly, I just, I was weirded out in the very beginning when he was doing his first switching, and I did not understand that they were dealing with, like, different universes. I was like, is this all contained in the same universe? And that's what was weirding me out. Oh, okay. Or once, once I got over that, I was like, okay, I'm along for the ride, I get it. Uh and also the uh paper clip scene where he had to get the paper cuts. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh that that hurt. Um but moving on because... Yeah. No, no, but, but one thing that 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 had me dying when 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 they went in the universe when they were pet rocks. No, yeah, absolutely. That was that was with the great googly thing. eyes and oh man, that had me. That so had me. I'm still thinking. I'm still fathoming if I should 
actually get a pet rock again. Just get it and put the googly eyes on it. I mean, hey, at least you wouldn't need to feed it. No, I wouldn't. Wow. But I think I, I, think I just had, yeah. I, I, I might do that. All right. So, moving on, uh, we got to the best director, motion picture. Uh, Spielberg, again, won mm-hmm. for The Fablemans. Like I said, I have no I have no opinion on this. Um, I think this is mostly just people being in love with Spielberg, not really about like mm-hmm. The Fablemans, but I haven't seen The Fablemans, so I could be completely wrong, and it could deserve everything it got. All right. Uh, best screenplay was Martin McDonough in The Banshees of Annie Sharon. It was a, it was a mm-hmm. it was a good movie. You know, I'm not complaining there. Yeah. Uh, best yeah. original score was by Justin Babylon. Boyce. Babylon. Babylon was yes. wild. Oh man, <laughs> you say wild? I say, baby. And uh, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it gets wild, but I'm just saying. It it does. It absolutely does. Now, with Best Original yeah. Song, I am glad that uh, RRR won for that Natu Natu. That song went so mm-hmm. hard. And it's what I love the most about, like, and I know that's not a, I know RRR isn't a Bollywood movie. I believe it's Tollywood. Um, because there are different yeah. regions in, you know, in India or in, you know, APAC. There are different regions, and not every movie is Bollywood. So calling RRR Bollywood isn't accurate, because RRR is a different segment, but it does share a lot of those similarities, so it makes sense. I'm I'm glad to see that movies from outside are happening more and more, and this is from the Hollywood Foreign Foreign Press Association, that they actually included mm-hmm. and one that won was a movie that was not from the US at all. And mm-hmm. can actually be considered like international because it was such a huge hit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so moving on, we had a best television series drama, House of Dragon One. That was no surprise. Yes. You know, that, of, oh yeah, that really wasn't no surprise. Yeah, House of Dragons. Honestly, I did think um when I heard when they were going over the nominations and I heard Better Call Saul, Ozark, The Crown, I'm like, why didn't they just keep it between those four? I, I didn't think, I, I mean, Severance, it, may, it, it it was rightfully there, but I mean, really, I just think it just should have been between those four, you know? I have no idea what you mean by that. No, for uh, drama TV series? I mean, this is actually one where all these are dramas, so you have to have yeah, five nominees. Because I, 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 I like I like Better Call Saul, like those are in the Crown. I really liked. Yeah, I, I was just like I still yeah. have no idea. What I didn't. You mean. I didn't really. Huh? I 
I think what you're actually trying to say, because you're just beating around the bushes, you wanted to leave House of the Dragon out so that way something else could win because you know House of the Dragon deserved the award. And I mean, if you're just going to say it, then just say it. All right, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to beat around the bush. I, I was beating around the bush. Yeah, don't, like, come on. Like, I don't get what you mean by, oh, I just wanted it to be those movies. I'm like, it has to be five. It's always five. What do you mean? Did you think a movie deserved to, did you think a TV show deserved to be in that over House of the Dragon? Because then, now we're having an interesting conversation. But I don't think there was one, I don't think there was a drama that was out there that should have deserved, that would have deserved it over House of the Dragon. No, I didn't think it. I, I didn't think there was. I, I, I was when I first after seeing it at um after the um big press after the first episode, I was just like, yeah, um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I like, so, I like the so show. The non non answers aside, you just wanted a something else to win because you have so much brand loyalty mm-hmm. so we can we can just move on there yeah we can move on all right so as you said before best performance by an actress in a television series drama was zendaya with euphoria mm-hmm. of course great for zendaya you know glad that she got that golden globe yes uh best performance by an actor in a television series was Kevin Costner in Yellowstone. I, yeah, I, I I've seen Yellowstone. I, I've watched it. I've seen Yellowstone. I I can't. That one I was like, yeah, that was him. No, I don't think it was. I I, I actually think. Who do you think deserved it? I think Kevin Costner honestly was in the four spot for this. I think he did better than Adam Scott. I think he was not as good of an actor in that series as Bob Odenkirk. I don't think he was as good as Diego Luna. And I don't think he was as good as Jeff Bridges. I think all four, I think all three of those dudes brought it a lot more than Kevin Costner. I understand why Kevin Costner got it. He wasn't bad in the series. He was good in that series. I just think this is more like a symptom of, mm-hmm. you know, the entire, I think people were able to relate more to Kevin Costner in Yellowstone than they were mm-hmm. Diego Luna in Andor and Bob Odenkirk in Better Call Saul. Obviously, he's great. Mm. I, I think he's already won Golden Globe for that already. So I think that factored into it. As well as Jeff Bridges with the old man. I think they're like, well, you're going to get another season. Then we can maybe give you one. Right. I think, honestly, I think the full range, I think Diego Luna brought it every single episode of Andor. Maybe that's the Star Wars Homer in me rolling out. I understand why he got it. I'm not mad that he got it. I just think, I I, I do think there's people a little bit more deserving than that. But I'm not mad at him. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so, now we get the best television series, musical, or comedy. Abbott Elementary won. 
Yes. Really I, I, I was, yeah, Abbott Elementary did its thing, yo. I mean, f- that show from the pilot, it came out swinging. Yeah. Have you, you watch Abbott Elementary, right? Yeah, no, I, I watch Abbott Elementary. I, I love yeah. the show. I really just appreciate the whole thing. But I, I, I really do like Abbott Elementary. Uh, mm-hmm. The second one, you know, best performance by an actress in a television series, musical or comedy, you know, Quinta Brunson won again for Abbott Elementary. Really happy for her. Mm-hmm. You know, she's taken from being a internet personality to now she is a, what, two-time Golden Globe winner? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, Abbott Elementary, it's such a... Abbott Elementary is in the same vein as Parks and Rec, even though it takes place at with a majority black cast. And I think because of Wait, that... Wait, you say Parks and Rec? I was going to say The Office. I mean, I... Alright, this is just me. I like Parks and Rec more than The Office. I know there are people who will say The Office is better than Parks and Rec. I think Parks and Rec is consistently funnier than The Office. Like, for both one, for both shows, the first season is the weakest one. And after mm-hmm. that, they take off. And I just think Parks and Rec is a little, it's a little bit funnier than The Office. So... You can you can definitely compare Abbott Elementary to The Office. I just think, for me, Parks and Rec is funnier. I'm going to compare Abbott Elementary to Parks and Rec. They are both hilarious. Okay, okay. And uh, I mean, yeah, I'll I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one, Kenny. I'm not going to further debate with you on that. Yeah, and. Uh, we also got Best Performance by an Actor in a Television Series Musical Comedy. And went to Jeremy Allen White for The Bear. Now, I've seen parts yeah. of The Bear, so he's really good in that. The thing I've also mm-hmm. seen, though, around The Bear, just a little bit, is how much his personality and a lot of his toxic traits resonate with people who are in the food industry. Like, in the restaurant industry. Like, I've yeah. seen so many people saying, like, this is, like, this is bringing up so much stuff that I remember from my time of being in that environment. This is so true. Working in fast food? Well, not just working in fast food. Like, working in high, working in high food. Working in, like, Michelin star places where it's, where that... Mm-hmm brand of perfection is demanded you know it kind of it kind of reminded me of uh and i won't i won't go into it i forgot the movie it completely went out of my head but it had uh dang i can't even remember the actor so we'll just move on uh oh dang yeah i can't remember the actor can't remember the movie i can see them in my face just can't remember it so we're just gonna move on i'll come back to that metaphor later uh, so yeah. best television series. We'll flip over that coin when we get to it. Yeah, best television limited series, uh, anthology series, and motion picture made for television. White Lotus. 
I was fine with that. White yes. Lotus is a really solid, uh, is a really solid show. I saw, mm-hmm. I saw last season. I didn't see this season, but from what I saw, it definitely deserved it. Uh, best performance by an mm-hmm. actress in a limited series. Uh, that was by Amanda Seyfried for The Dropout. Yes, man, it was that was fun. To me, the funniest part of that series is there's a moment where she is dancing, apparently Mm. like how Elizabeth Warren dances. It is the funniest moment in that entire show. It's hard for me to keep a straight face. It was, I was, for that alone, I was like, you had to have broken down laughing at least three dozen times. This <laughs> looks so bad. <laughs> so oh, awkward. Oh, man. And the fact that it's Lil Wayne in the background as she's dancing, <laughs> and it just... it Honestly, it looks like one of those uh, robots that you'd see from DARPA in, like, the alpha mm-hmm. stage, like, dancing. <laughs> Like, uh, uh, is this how I'm supposed to do? Little jump. There we go. Yeah. It's like, it's, it was so bad. It's like, it's impressive you're moving at all. We'll get to the rhythm later. Right. Oh, it was so, mm-hmm. it was, I was laughing that entire moment. And the rest of the series is great too. But it's just, that was so funny. It was so funny. Amanda <laughs> I, I, Seyfried is a great actress. And it just goes to show that she can make yeah. those incredible moments where she is being straight serious and just this is so ridiculous that you were just uproariously laughing at the contrast in those two. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to, because I really, I would just start laughing hard if I kept talking about it. Uh, I mean, we would have. I'm, I'm literally trying not to bring it up again. I'm, I'm having a hard time. So we'll just really move on. Move on. We're just. Ooh, please, please, it, please, please. Move on. So, right. best performance by an actor in a limited series. Uh, we got Evan Peters for Dahmer. You know the Jeffrey mm-hmm. Dahmer story. Yes. Uh, I I don't. I don't know how to feel about that. And I think the reason why I don't know how to feel about that is because the actress version, Jennifer Coolidge, got it for White Lotus. And obviously, Jennifer Coolidge, great actress. You know, I loved, mm-hmm. I loved her in it. I'm glad that she got the... Uh, I'm glad she got the Golden Globe. Dahmer is such a weird thing for me. I saw Dahmer, and it's not that he was bad mm-hmm. in it. I'm just... It's one of those pieces of media where I wasn't sure it should have been made. Not that it's bad, but I'm just not sure it should have been made. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I mean, in in, in, in a way, they could have... I mean, the whole story but with it all is... is it, it, it's... It's just something that we we have a hard time swallowing, or maybe that was a bad choice of words just now. Yeah, yeah, I don't. All right, let's move on. Let's move on from that. Ugh. Please, please. 
so yeah, please. Next one we're going to talk about is best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a limited series. Uh, that mm-hmm. was Paul Waterhouse with Blackbird. Paul Water How mm-hmm. Paul Walter Hauser in Blackbird. I didn't really yes. see Blackbird, um, so I have no. I have no opinion on this one. Uh, I'm just happy for him. You know, uh, I wish uh, F. Murray Abraham could have gotten it for White Lotus, but that's just because I love F. Murray mm-hmm. Abraham so much. So there's that. Can't go wrong. Uh, you know, we talked about Julia Garner winning for best performance by an actress in a supporting role. Mm-hmm. And best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a musical comedy or drama was won by Tyler James Williams from Abbott Elementary. Yes. You know, yes. he went from everybody hates I, Chris I feel to... he's going, yes. Well, what were you about to say after you said everybody hates Chris? Well, I was going to say he went from everybody hates Chris to now being an adult and winning a Golden Globe. So, he's still, he's still yeah. pretty young, so he's He's his upward trajectory is now just up there. He's moving places. Really is. I mean, I've followed, I've seen him do so many cameos and so many shows. I, I I just I just salute to that man. You know. I think he's just been a consummate actor. I think with a lot of comedy people, what a lot of people forget is that mm-hmm. comedy and drama are two sides of the same coin. Where it takes timing to be a good comedic actor, just Mm -hmm. like it takes timing to be a good dramatic actor. Facts. If you hold that pause one second too long or one second too short, the drama is ruined or the joke falls flat. Mm -hmm. And I think he's got that. I think he's a really good actor, and I love the fact that he's getting his recognition and flowers. Now, having said all that, Mm -hmm. still don't loop comedy or drama in the same category. Don't do it. You're not getting off the hook for that, Golden Globes. Okay, Uh, okay. So I'd say we've been going over this so many times about comedy and drama being looped in the same category. I mean, we we, we could literally start I, I think this Golden Globes, if we were to we were to re-watch it we can create a game, a drinking game off this right now. We, we really could. Um, I just, yeah. I think if you're going to do it then just just do it any motion picture and let them battle it out. Because if you just say any motion picture and you get nominated, great. But if you're saying, yeah. oh, musical or comedy or drama, musical or comedy, you're stuffing too many in there. Right. Just, just move on. Just move on. Yeah. You know, like maybe, and this might be controversial for many people. Maybe the Golden Globes needs to take television awards completely out of it and leave it up to the Emmys. Mm, Dang, that was deep. I'm not, I am not against it. 
the thing is the Emmys can show everything because they are just TV. The Academy Awards can just show movies. The Golden Globes are both. Maybe the only way to make it better is you do the TV Golden Globes and you do the movie Golden Globes. Maybe that's how you rectify everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not okay. going to, you know, I'm not going to get on anybody if they don't. I'm just saying this in today's day and age, this no longer makes a lot of sense. But that's we've gone through all the awards, John, and are there any are there any special moments that you remember from that night outside of people getting awards? Um no, not really. I mean the only two that come up to me is uh, obviously when Eddie Murphy got the Cecil B. DeMille Award. Yeah. yeah. That one was great. He also alluded to the obvious Oscar slap that happened. Oh, yeah. That was, that was hilarious. I thought that was funny. That, that was so Eddie. That uh, was so Eddie. Absolutely. And I, I, I honestly think that uh, Gerard Carmichael did a great job in hosting the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. I actually think he did a great job in hosting it. And the reason why I think he did a great job is if you've seen Gerard Carmichael's comedy and you've seen the type of comedian that he is, you would know that he is not one of those like set up punchline kind of comedians. Right? No, he's not. Because I think if you show it to somebody and they're expecting, oh, he's a set-up punchline kind of person, he's a set-up punchline kind of person, and you don't see the setup or the punchline, and you're mm-hmm. just saying, oh my god, this guy doesn't isn't doing well because he's not doing that. That's not the kind of comedy that Gerard Carmichael does. Like, mm-hmm. Gerard Carmichael is very observational. He's very, uh, he's very poignant and focused with his comedy. So it's a lot of observation and also just awkwardness that's talking about how crazy this situation is. And then you think about it and then it is, oh, this is hilarious. Like when he went out there mm-hmm. and his first thing was, let's be honest, the only reason I'm up here is because I'm black. <laughs> Just immediate. That should tell you the tone of everything. If you're like, tell a joke, it's like, that's the joke. He's not, he is, he is showing you, yes, this is the reason why I am here. Mm-hmm. What, what are you going to do about it? What, like, if you don't like it, don't care. And his entire opening monologue was just people being just so awkward. Everybody was like, oh, this is this is not fun. This is uncomfortable. That's his comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to make you uncomfortable. And if you can enjoy being uncomfortable, you're going to love it. 
And if you don't, you're just going to think, oh, this isn't for me. Which it isn't. Not comedy. Comedy's not for everybody. Not every way somebody does it is for everybody. So I just, I loved it. It was so hilarious. Um, when he made the joke about Scientology with Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. The reaction from everybody there was a there was a there was laughter, but there was also like, oh my god, he did go there, and he was like, I don't care, and this did remind me of uh, what happened with Hannibal Burris and Bill Cosby. Mm. Like that whole thing started because Hannibal Burris made a joke about it, and it wasn't really a joke. He was just like, yeah, like this is something that's happening. It's not it's not funny. I'm just stating it. Like people don't know about it and people just kept talking about it. Like so hey, if you're you're in that space, maybe uh maybe damage control is best. I don't I don't know. I'm not going to give any opinion on it. I'm just going to say jokes have a way of cutting to the bone and sticking with people a lot more than facts do just because of its delivery method I mean we've we've talked a lot about the Golden Globes um, oh yeah I think we both enjoyed it mm-hmm. and uh, yeah so so mm-hmm. John tell people where to find you so where you can find me is Doing right by my body, because now I'm about to health is wealth, yo. So feel free. Hit me up on Fat Man Loves Anime NYC21. Don't be a stranger. If there's a restaurant you 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 want me to check out and you know give it a good review, let you know if it's worth adding to your a uh, line of restaurants as go-to places. Don't be scared to hit me up. Message me. DM me. I, I, I answer to all my messages. So, I, I, and, and I, I, I am hankering for some good food. So, yes. Hit me up. Don't be scared. Or be a stranger. Okay. Yes. So, And well, try not to get overwhelmed by the 90s charm. Okay. So, for myself, if you want to find me, you can find me where the podcast lives. So, you can find us on Twitter at Two Sides Coin. That's T W O S I D E Z Coin. You can find us on Instagram at Two Sides of a Coin. And you can also find us. Or email us at two sides podcast at gmail.com. That's T W O S I D E Z podcast at gmail.com. We appreciate mm-hmm. you guys. Uh, have a great rest of the week. And also, I know this will come out after Martin Luther King Day. So happy Martin Luther King Day. Yes, happy MLK Day. All right, and we'll talk to you later.